Nikita. And I am Laurieann. And you're listening to Anxiety is a Mother. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Happy to see you this week. Looking all refreshed and lovely. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Thank you. Freshly twisted. I'm happy. I'm tired, but I'm good. Really? Why? Yeah. What's going on? I've been sick this week. It's been what? crazy. You've been sick? Week. Yeah, my um allergies. Oh. And all kind of craziness, but I'm good. Okay, I'm good. good. And you didn't take your shot? Oh. I didn't even realize. Yeah, because you just took yours without me, so cheers Would to myself. Like to... Okay, bye. I can take another one. Any excuse, huh? Where do... It's right here. Like, as if you need an excuse to... Girl. <laughs> What? On your phone? Girl, I put that anywhere. <laughs> so, how's your week been? Cheers. My week? What's today, Wednesday? Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm still high. Like, I'm still riding the high from Sunday, our interview. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay, so... Yeah, so the episode with Rick, Freeway Rick Ross won't come out for a while, but today's Wednesday. We recorded that episode on Sunday. Yeah. Um, so I feel like Sunday. I'm still on cloud nine. I'm still riding that high. You know, that was, that was different. Look, that was a high point of our career. Definitely. <laughs> and we just getting no. started. But yeah, he, he definitely, just to be in his presence, to drop so many gems on us, Girl. to really take a liking to mm-hmm. us, oh, he to did. really pour into us like he did. That was dope. It that was. was really dope. It really was. And, you know, initially my thought process, you know, meeting someone on that caliber, you know, they say nice things to you. And, of course, it was amazing. Right, right. I was like, oh, he probably said that to everybody. Yeah. And then his manager it's and I sad. had a side conversation. I showed him the video that me and Rick recorded. And he was like, what? He said that to y'all? He's like, you know, he right. mean that shit, right? And I said, what? Right. He was like, oh, no, he like y'all. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm so excited. I've been thinking of ways to like, you know, collaborate with them more. So, yeah. But what do you think about the interview? I felt really good about the interview. I still haven't listened back. I haven't listened to all of it. I listened to a couple minutes, like Mm -hmm. I told you, and I kind of turned it off because I've watched documentaries of his. I've listened to other interviews with him and um, um, of his, and to hear him with us was kind of like surreal. surreal. Yeah, it was. So yeah, I just I feel the same way. I mean, in that moment, like when we were recording, I I didn't feel nervous. You know, I felt like we were having a normal conversation. Even like the pictures that I see back, I thought we was chilling in the cut. Like, girl, comfortable. You was leaned over, comfortable, <laughs> very comfortable. Comfy. So I, you know, looking at that and just remembering how I felt, you know, I feel like the interview went really well. And this is one thing that I don't think our listeners, or I think this is something that you and I just kind of discovered. Recording and listening back to it is two different things. It's, yeah, it's, it's two completely different. You know, things. I can't listen to my to the podcast with other people with like really. It, you feel subconscious? To, no, I don't want to listen to it. Like even when my husband's helping me when I was doing the editing, and uh-huh. he would be helping me with things or mm-hmm. helping me send the files to you, and it's playing, and I'm like, do you have to play it? Like, can you <laughs> stop it? Why like, is I it? Really, I don't know. It's just like I don't know. I feel. 
I don't know. It's weird. See, I'm the it's opposite because I'll pull it up. I got like my favorite clips and I'll be like no, just wanna... telling people, come listen to this. Like no. I just, just 10 seconds. Just listen to this 10 seconds. Like no, you don't yeah. love this. Yeah, I don't want to listen to it other people. So I don't know. But anyway, I felt that listening to it by myself. Just mm-hmm. a couple minutes I listened to it. Yeah. Once we got the recordings from the studio and I just like, I can't listen to it right now. I'm going to wait till it's done. And go back because you gonna make me li- you gonna make me listen to it while I edit it. Right? Yeah, you gonna have to. But even in that cup, the couple of minutes that I was listening to, so I was like, oh, I didn't remember saying it. It almost felt like an out of body experience. It, I promise that's how it feels. Like we're so in the moment when yeah. we're in the moment, but when we on. listen back to it, like even when I'm editing, I'm like what we talked about that we I said, said that? that like yeah. what i'm like damn we funny as hell <laughs> i laugh at myself all the time i'm the funny one oh, okay yeah, yeah whatever <laughs> now you be coming no. with the knowledge though they were like okay you know but but yeah but it was it, it was really a good time and i really want to say thank you to everyone that came out yeah. um, with us um, i had us. some family there my cousins amanda mm-hmm. and luciano came out so i'm so happy they were there and then we had some people yeah. Yeah, we had shout out to OG vegan chef James yes. for coming out with the food. You know, I hit him great. up and I was like, yo, we got freeway Rick Ross coming through. You know, if you wanted to come and meet him, like that's cool. And I was like, and he's a vegan. So I might order some food from you. And he's like, oh, don't worry about it. I got you. Yeah. So he showed up. His, his restaurant's in DeSoto, right? In the DeSoto market. Yeah. It's in the DeSoto yeah. farmer's market. Uh-huh. It's called Peace, Love and Eats. Oh my goodness. The, the burrito. And I'm not, a, I'm not vegan. That food was bomb. the burrito. Everything was good, but the, the burritos are amazing. Yes. And he had um he had lemonade from Fruit Craves. Yeah, Fruit Craves. What the guy from Fruit Craves came with them. Yeah, and that's um, fruits. F R O O T. Yeah, Craves. Craves came out with the smoothies and, and lemonade. Balance, oh my god, lemonade, alkaline yeah. lemonade. Yes, yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. It was so fun. shout out to them for pulling up, and they end up staying the, during the entire interview. Yeah, which kind of made me nervous, but. I'm glad they so, I'm glad they stayed. So you know what? That's something else that I wanna tell you I'm so proud of us for because We've never had anyone never watch us. And the one time, okay, so I will say we <sighs> had someone in, in the room and we didn't record that night because oh, we, we didn't record we that night. Didn't. We oh, we didn't. We tried to remember. Oh, you're we right. tried to, and it was an epic fail. And I, I don't think like it was we because both, we had that person. Okay, here. but the, you you will forever say that. I will forever I say it it was because we had it was my ex boo. <laughs> yeah, shout out ex boo. But anyway, nah, don't shout them out. I'm sorry. Okay, but anyway, yeah, so my, my, my whole point is it didn't happen that night. We, yeah. It was just we mm-hmm. were all over the place. And in this moment, we weren't expecting because we ended up moving out of yeah. the room into the engineer's room, which is still soundproof in the studio, mm-hmm. and to where everyone could just sit there and watch us. So we had... Yeah. Five, six, seven eyes on us, and I wasn't trying to be a, a, be a bitch and be like, uh, "Can y'all leave?" Because my anxiety sex. is not. <laughs> but no, actually, I didn't. I really didn't feel anxiety. You know what? I it did. really felt like an outer body very, experience. It was very comfortable. I was yeah. very comfortable that day. I was too. I mean, I, it could have been all the shots we took. No, it I'm definitely had an effect. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I definitely 
had a just out of body moment like I it just turned on and I just kicked into gear you know and I feel what? like we both did that you know when I really got nervous like I was already kind of fidgety <clears throat> I wouldn't say I was nervous that entire day or like leading up to it but you know we were getting things set up and I think we were getting ready for like uh my mic check yeah uh-huh. and I got the text no, the call, and he was like, "We're outside." His uh, freeway, Rick Ross's manager. It was like, okay. my heart they dropped, like it they dropped, outside. and I'm just like, "Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god!" <laughs> and we all rushed outside to go greet him. <laughs> but it was cool. And it was I'm just proud. so cool. Like it was just like, why was I nervous again? Like yeah. he's cool as he, shit. He was really good people. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I just I can't say enough good things about this man. I really I'm can't. Really like can. in real life, like all business aside, like that's a that's a good man. Yeah. Like that's a he, genuine man. No matter his past or where people feel like, you know, he did so much wrong in the past, whatever, okay. Who hasn't? Mm-hmm. But um yeah, he he's good people. Yeah, I think he was just a, a product of his environment and circumstances, and yeah. that's where he tried to make he, the best. For yeah, he tried to make the best of it, and you know yeah. he paid his dues, and, he and he's, he's still out here grinding. But he's a dope ass man. That's Unk now. That's, that's Unk. That's forever Unk. That's Unk. Unk. Shout out to Unk. Shout so out to Unk. Thank you. Thanks to for the interview, Unk, Unk. and his entire team. <laughs> Echo. Unk. Shout out Echo. Shout out to Echo. That's Peace my boo. <laughs> So, yeah, but anywho, moving on. Moving right along. <laughs> what do we have in store this week? We got some, we got a, a touchy one in store Ooh. this week. Ooh. 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 What are we talking about here? So, okay, so a couple weeks ago, I I get on Facebook and you posted this And status. I was on Facebook. Every time I'm on Facebook, you on Facebook <laughs> posting a goddamn status. But however... <laughs> I don't have the status in front of me, but your status, um, and you probably can read it verbatim because you might remember, but you were just touching on the topics of how church causes your anxiety, yeah, right? And the yeah. uncomfortableness of some of the things that come with church, because I do feel like we as uh, colored people Not can colored. be, yeah, colored mm. people. We can be very, ext- people of the melanin descent, people of the melanin descent. <laughs> we can be real extra. And and let's Maybe. just can can we all agree or agree to disagree that we do too much in church? We do. I remember this one lady. Every time she got the Holy Ghost, she would play basketball. <laughs> like baby, what? she was Kobe. Like Wait, she was throwing them. As long as she said Kobe, you. I'm good. No, with she it. really didn't say Kobe, but her hand would do like the shooting motion, See? and she would hop. And I was like, she really wants to play ball. You know, as a little kid, I used to wait for people to catch the Holy oh, Ghost to, to to hurt themselves. I'm like, but how, how you got? The, because if you like really oh. jumping around, you don't have no control. They'd be all over the place. I'm like, oh, she gonna hit her head, or you know, fall no, out you know what? Something. I say I people be pretending like that's the Holy. Ghost, that'd be that beat that'd be them drums because i'd be feeling it too that's why i be feeling them drums but i but i have to say i so i have a story about that when i was 16 i caught the holy ghost and i really i remember real. you catching you, holy you ghost. were there I, was, uh-huh, I do remember the that was, was like, real she doing too much no that was no no you did you really feel <laughs> i was like, a little kid yeah I was like she doing that too much. but that was real i, I was actually ne- scared though i, I like, will i will never in my life forget that moment you that was just so screaming real. and like jumping so hard my arm was healed Really? I promise Your arm was hurt? You, I went up there for a prayer over my arm. That was after the <laughs> that was after the fight I was just telling you about. All when you got air. beat up. Shut up, first of all. But no, that was seriously after that fight. Are we clipping? Mm-mm. Cause Okay. 
So that was seriously after that fight, which we won't discuss, but we were just reminiscing before before recording, and that was after that fight, my arm got hurt. So anyway, but yeah, my arm was healed after that, but I caught the Holy Ghost at 16. Shout out to the uh, girl that beat Lola. (laughs) (laughs) The lies. Who up? I'm going to need you to edit all that. Anywho, um, but yeah, so I, I definitely know it's real. However, the reason we say we, I say we can do too much in church because after turning to my neighbor for the third time, I'm over it. Oh, girl. And that's exactly what I posted on my Facebook. I was like, am I the only one who's annoyed after the second time I have to turn to my neighbor in church and tell them whatever the pastor telling us to tell them? I don't know these people. I don't want to talk. I'm socially awkward, first of all. Let's yeah. start there. I don't want to talk to people. I don't want to hold their hands doing prayer. I'm very self-conscious of my rough hands. Mm-hmm. I had I had this one girl tell me, oh, your hands, your hands uh, feel like sandpaper. And since then, I have always had a complex. I have mm-hmm. very rough textured skin hands. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to hold stranger hands. And then some people's hands are really sweaty. And Ooh, I'm OCD makes, too. So I'm just thinking like. People don't wash their hands. They're people nasty. People don't. Especially men. Oh my God. Men do not mm-hmm. wash their hands when they come out the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Sorry for it's any a, man that there's does. There's a lot of women that don't either. So. They don't either. But I can confirm that men don't. So. <laughs> Shout out to my you, ex. I was, Wait, I was about to say, were you in the men's restroom? No, because I listen. Oh my God, I'm so OCD. Like, I listen. You cannot touch See, the water me. Come on. You can't touch me when you come out the bathroom and you haven't washed your hands. Oh, I'm sorry. Can you go? Can you go wash your hands? I don't even like for stylists to wa- to touch my hair without washing their yeah. hands first. And oh. most stylists don't mm-hmm. wash their hands first. Especially um, when you go get your eyebrows waxed or threaded and they come in. Um, they, they do the little germ mix. You, you, you wash your hands? People you swear I'm such hands. a bitch, but I'll be like, no, like, I'm sorry. Do you that's mind nasty. washing your hands no, first? No, that's nasty. And especially in this, in the coronavirus ages, decade that we're corona. in, you know, no, you need to wash your hands. But you I, I hope y'all surviving. Um, I hope you, I hope by the time, you know, this comes out, everybody's still alive. <laughs> corona hasn't taken over. The walking dead hasn't commenced. <laughs> That is so not funny, but it's, I mean, you it's know, it's real. not funny, but you know what? I just feel like we can't subscribe to scare tactics. You know, it's real, but we've survived Y2K. We've survived Justin Bieber and Taylor Swift. Like, you know, we've survived a whole lot. <laughs> <The> like, <shade. laughs> what's what said? We survived Yummy by Jeff, Justin Bieber. Oh my God. But no, seriously, we can't subscribe to those scare tactics. Hi, this is your favorite co-host, Kita from Anxiety is a Mother. Please don't tell Lori I said that. But if you're enjoying this episode, please stay tuned for the very end for some funny bloopers and outtakes. Thank you so much for listening. Really, and I hate to say this, but really church folk, because I don't consider myself super church folk. I don't feel like they really see how um, heavy it can be for everyday people to come to church. You Does that make so? sense? No, it makes sense. It can be very overwhelming. It can be, you know, the the part that's very overwhelming for me when I go visit a church. Mm-hmm. I lie in church every time I go to a new church. Really? You want to so know what I lie about? Bare, bare food. But you want to know what? Because what? at the part when they say if there are any visitors, stand. I'm not. Oh, standing. I think most of us do that. It's so uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable, especially Stop the putting... down south ones that make you speak. The like small churches, yeah. I don't like, want to speak. Like, come on, it's okay. No, it's not no, okay. No, ma'am. No, wanna... Sister Sarah. It's not okay. Like, if I like it, I'll be back. If I don't, I won't. Like, no. Don't. Usually, if they spot. make me stand up, I'm not going to go back. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah. It's I'm just, it's it. uncomfortable as hell. And my experience with religion and Christianity, of course, you know, 
I was raised in a Christian home. My dad was a minister in the pulpit right. every Sunday all my life. Right. So I feel that most of us are indoctrinated into religion. So yeah. from birth on, that's all you that's know. What you know. And then when you start to question it, well, you know what? I have some questions. This don't make sense. Mm-hmm. Logically, scientifically, whatever. Right. They just be like, well, it's in the Bible. It's yeah. in the Bible. And it's just like, well, but there are a lot of people I have that questions. The Bible, there are contradictions yeah, in the Bible. It is. Well. Yeah. It is. And, you know, I think my biggest issue with religion is, um, well, I don't even want to just say religion. Just as a human being, you know, your parents raise you, they say, be an individual. Mm-hmm. Always question things. Always be true to yourself, but except for this. Right. Like you have no room to question this you because I said so, right. because the Bible says so. Right. And it's like, well, can I have the opportunity to explore what spirituality yeah, looks like for mind. me? Right. And if I circle back and this is where I want to be or I need to be and God says, hey, you're a Christian through and through, through, like that's it. Yeah. That's but that. sometimes we need to be able to navigate our own lives and not feel guilty for it. Yeah. I need to be me. Yeah, we, we definitely we definitely do we have that right to do that i will admit as i've gotten older and and i love my church i love hearing the word i do love that worship what church um, you go to? praise and worship experience i've been going to the Potter's house lately. Oh. yeah so um, see that's too much i get so you know what I, I can't do those big churches those mega churches it yeah. feels it feels too much for me um yeah people say that i <laughs> People say that, and I feel the way about small churches. Really? Yeah, I do, because I feel like they're too in your business. Yeah. They're, you're too on on the spot. Like, everybody, oh, she's definitely new. You can't blend in. So maybe that's why I do like the bigger church, because I don't feel like I have to be so, I don't stand out as much. Yeah. I want to just blend in a little bit more. But I really do enjoy the um, the service and that experience. I really, and I get the message. I'm not just going because it's a big church. It's feeding me. Yeah, no, no, I get that. However, though, in this last year and a half, two years of my life, I've been leaning more towards spirituality. Mm -hmm. So not saying that I'm getting away from church, but I do find different things that um, that feed me. Mm -hmm. And I think that's okay. No, it's definitely okay. Um, So I think when it comes to spirituality, it's a closer relationship with God. It's like, you're my main source. I want you to be able to speak through me directly. Um, And of course, you know, some people have different variations of who God is for them, whether it's the sun, the universe, Allah, whomever. Right. You know, um, and I've struggled this past, you know, year or so as I've talked to you about, you know, growing up in an all Christian home and I'm having these questions and doubts now and now I'm just I feel drawn to like sage and crystals mm-hmm. and um you know meditation and like um veganism you know mm-hmm. stuff like that right and some of these things are the things that we were taught as a child this is of the devil mm-hmm. like that I don't want I don't I don't get why people see that as like witchcraft I hear a lot Especially with the sage. So there was this whole big spectacle. What what burns me up about this day and age of social media is everyone is a follower. Mm-hmm. So there was this post about... That's why it's so based off follows and likes. Like cause... people saying something... The post said something about so much is... It was downing sage how um, people are burning sage to get demons in the, out of their homes when in actuality it brings demons in or 
bad spirits in. And so everyone in the comment, oh my God, let me throw this sage away. Oh, I knew Lord. it. Y'all are crazy. Y'all are worshiping Satan. Blah, blah. And I was like, what in the entire fuck? <laughs> Excuse my language, but that's how I felt. Yeah. For the simple fact of, can you think for yourselves? Because when my mindset, mm-hmm. when I'm burning my sage, yes, it is like a cleansing for me. But the smell, the burning of the sage it calms, calms me. me. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just calming for me. That's so what calming. it does for me. And me being 35-year-old Laurie no, thinks for myself. Yeah. In, a, in a post isn't going to make me not burn my sage anymore. Like I, I Things like that just irk my soul. I, I don't understand it. Um, no, I don't understand it either. But it just it can get so touchy when we talk about things like this. You know, when we right. talk about sage... And I don't want to say versus religion or Christianity because that's what we were raised but, in Christian and homes. And for me, I'm not putting the two against each other. I can do both. Yeah, no. and I, and But like I said, most of us were taught it's one or the other. Yeah. Like this is what Christianity looks like. And if you don't fit within that mold, then we don't. And, and it's so crazy because Christianity, they talk about not judging. Most Ooh, people baby, feel the most judged by Christians. Oh, she homophobic. She's uh oh, she gay. Oh, that skirt no, it's small. Think about Ooh, most of, think about most of the gossip we heard growing up in our town. It was from people who claimed it church. It it was from the people who claimed to be Christian. The people to be the main ones followed that when them drums hit. Girl, you know trying to seduce the pals. <laughs> hmm, you said it not me, honey. But <laughs> it's the I, truth. I mean just let's and they always say like the 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 preacher's kids are the worst. Like it's, it's not where there, there's no perfection in the church. I feel like it's a lot of faking there's going a lot on. Of faking in there's a lot of faking. Think about these conversations we're having right now. Like all of these stereotypes or they don't even start like there. It's reality. Mm-hmm. It's what it's our experience. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't even always go to the same church back in Arkansas, but the fact that we have the same experience, right. That lets you know. And yeah. I read a few articles leading up to this interview and they were saying some of the things, same things. Like they, people feel uncomfortable. Um, right. People feel judged. Who wants to feel judged in the one place? You're not supposed right. to judge. And if my sage and my crystals bring me entire peace, I'm not getting that peace right now in the church. I'm going right. to be all the way 100 with you. Right. I'm not getting that type of peace. Yeah, I feel uncomfortable when I go to church. Yeah. I don't want to feel like that. You know, when I, I first kind of start having these struggles, I realized it had always been a struggle. Mm-hmm. I was just now like really, really taking heed, really yeah. grasping and like, why do I feel uncomfortable? Why? And then it's like, you know, you feel you feel uncomfortable when you go to church. And then when you don't go, you have this constant fear. Oh, I'm going to hell. Oh, mm-hmm. got to get my kids in church. Oh, I'm going to hell. Mm-hmm. But I don't, it it almost feels like an inconvenience. Oh, I feel so bad for saying it. But sometimes really? it feels like an inconvenience for me to get up and go to church sometimes. Mm. Because I'm like, okay. Like, it's, I, I, I'm, I'm always searching for a new church home because I want to find, find somewhere where it don't feel gossipy. It don't feel mega churchy. We just doing this for profits and we're going to have two, three, four offerings for the church fund, the building fund. Like, I don't want to come here and feel bad when I don't have no money to give y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it gives yeah. me anxiety when I don't have anything to give 
Or I'm like, well, do I need to give an, is this enough if I'm giving this? Like, am I going to, like, I, I don't want to just the, anything that causes me to question myself on so many levels, I don't want to do it. Right. When we talk about anxiety, that gives me anxiety. Right. Okay. This is my first time being at this church. They about to make me stand up. They about to make me turn to my neighbor 62 times. Like <laughs> I, I be feeling like that because I swear I get stressed out more and more. I'm like, oh my God. This message getting good. Please don't make me temp- turn and tell my neighbor, Sister Betty Joe, that whatever. Like, I don't want to do it. You know what I usually do to stop that? Like, I'll try to sit, like, in between my kids or sit on the end See, with a kid next to my me. My kids like, show out. They have to go I'm, to daycare. Oh, yes. No, I'll be saving myself from all that turn into the neighbors and whatnot. But, yeah, I definitely agree, though, that all it, it can be a lot. It can be oh, very overwhelming mm-hmm. with all the ins- the list of instructions to do. Not instructions. But I can, girl. But I can't or directions. But I can say that um, I can't say that going to the Potter's house, which is uh, mm-hmm. with T.D. Bishop T.D. Jakes. I don't feel those pressures. Mm-hmm. I mean that he, you know, every now and then they will do the neighbor thing. Which but hold on, all with. of that you got to find um, parking. It feels like you're going to a concert every Sunday. No, I don't. That doesn't see. That's not a body. trigger for me. Yeah. Okay. So th- I definitely do understand. Chaos is always that. a trigger for me. But yeah, that's not a trigger for me. And then you have small kids too. So yeah, but for me, they fussing like the I'll enjoy the walk over. I'll ride the shuttle Aww. if I don't get um there early enough. But that's not a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really in and out, and you know I'm okay. With that and I really get fed there like mm, really that, that feeds me um but I mean I understand for people who have you know strayed away from it because now in our day and age you know like with Kanye with Sunday service yeah I really like that and I the do reason too. is because church isn't for everyone so if they can get the message and Ooh. the healing that they Ooh, need and the praise word. that they need through Kanye doing remixes you're and saying really an entire to word them, then right that's now okay that is okay in some people's mind they can't see past it they can't hear past the original verse they can't hear past you know what's what really, it used to be what yeah. it used to be they can only see and hear those things no really tune into yourself into what he's trying to put out there like no matter oh what God. you know Kanye was canceled so much over the past couple of years but what he's doing with Sunday service is really big and for I mean he's not the first person Kirk Franklin was our generation oh heck you yeah know? oh Mary so, Mary too shackles yeah so but you know Kirk Franklin though really just spoke to mm-hmm. teenagers when he I did. was coming up in church and he made it exciting really again he made it exciting he made it fun he, he and he got through to us especially to me I yeah. can speak for self but yeah I feel like people need to go towards whatever works for them so what are some things that you feel like the church is doing right now to kind of bring because millennials are just not in church like I I saw no. the statistics millennials are just not going to church right um but I see that they're starting to put coffee shops in churches right, they're right. starting to you know put they more high-tech daycare systems mm-hmm. in churches yeah, so you and don't have that um better music selections more like you know yeah. band like and dances and stuff yeah. like that and incorporating the sunday service type things like type Kanye right. has. Right. Um, They're also doing text messages, texting, text app, the apps, texting to apps, and all that. You can even um, text your offering and your pay your tithes. Oh yeah, through text that message, is very you know, convenient. App, that is. Do. So they're making things far more convenient for people to keep up with this this it, day mm-hmm, and age. Mm-hmm. Um, and it works for a lot of people. It, I mean, it, it, it does. does. You know what? 
it it does. It makes it more convenient for millennials. But when we think about like the deeper, the deeper issues mm-hmm. behind why most of us aren't going to church, it's because a lot of us are dealing with um, sexuality mm-hmm. issues. And they go to church um, and they feel like issues. they're not allowed. They're, they're shunned. Not there. yeah. They're judged. Yeah. They're trying to pray these demons. How many times these are demons. You, right. How many times have you heard a pastor in the pulpit talking about gay people? Mm-hmm. And then I was even in a service once, and I will not say the church or who the pastor was, but I was in a service once, and a young lady is up at the pulpit, and she is clearly a stud. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the pastor, like, he started talking about sexuality and mm-hmm. being gay and it was like you know it, it was in a way it was shade but at the same time it was in a way of you know no matter what you're thinking that you like that's not really you know yeah. what you like and it's it's the satan has a hold on you and and i was like how fucking embarrassing it's all i was thinking to myself, i know she has to be even though she's trying to suppress that to judge like this mm-hmm. woman is in the house of the lord as it's supposed to be mm-hmm. to for whatever healing she's need. Who said it had anything to do with her sexuality? Her mom may have just passed. She yeah. could have lost her oh, kids okay. in child custody, but like who knows what she's yeah. going through? And you know, he's talking about her sexuality, clearly. Mm-hmm. So I, I just I, I, I don't think that's okay. Because you can physically see hers mm-hmm. and you can judge her. Right. But what about all these men that's sitting on your board, your men addicted to child pornography and they raping kids or cheating on their wives or got a mate, a boyfriend on the <laughs> side. Like what about all you can't physically see that unless right. you catch them in the act. Right. So I just don't think it's okay for them. Basically no sin is greater than the other. Right. Period. I, I mean, I completely not. agree. And I don't think that's okay. It's definitely not okay. Um, so when we think about, depression and suicide rates when people feel like they can't be themselves and no one they have uh-huh. to suppress this they have to hide this they have to deny this and so you know what the easy right oh that's the last place gonna you want to pray go. it away they're gonna pray it away you're right. gonna feel like okay and i have to pretend like i don't feel this anyway because i don't break the spirit up out of me and i want to please these people right. i want to please my mom and dad i want to please my pastor right. so let me suppress these feelings well clearly you're still a stud like you still right feel these feelings right and i want to be clear not all churches are this way not all churches because i don't feel this way like i say, i go to the potter's house i don't feel this way i don't see these things there you know with the turn to the neighbor like i say, you can get there here and there but i've never been in a place where i feel uncomfortable and i don't want to be here like i've never felt that way however i felt that way in churches i've been to in the past i really have well well okay so, let, so let me break that have. down um so i think it's important to if if you're going to be in church and, you know, the pastor's preaching, whatever he's preaching, it's important instead of to talk against these things and make people feel bad, but say, hey, I understand that some of the youth in my in my facility is having these feelings. We're going to start an outreach for you guys to let you know whatever. I don't know, whatever the Maybe message like is. A, like a... Um... Just but a, stop acting a, like it don't happen in church. Th- yes, because it clearly does. Yeah, it clearly and they does. preach against it, but nobody's doing anything. What about mental health? What about having psychiatrists? And I'm not even just talking about for sexuality. I'm talking about for people with bio, bipolar disorder. Right. People, single moms who are stressed the hell out because 
You know, they're they overwhelmed. Have, yeah, they don't have those Hell, issues. I think being a single help. mom is a mental illness, if you ask me. Like, <laughs> oh for real. Because if you think about the up and downs, you got to plan out every detail of your right. day to accommodate other little people. Yeah. You know, but all seriousness, I just feel like certain things need, like certain outreach programs need to happen in church yeah. if they want to bring millennials back. Yeah. Or yeah. else it's it's a done deal. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Yeah. People you you can't even have a you can't even say anything about Christianity um to most people around me. Mm. Well, not around me, but like, you know, people that I communicate with on social media. Like I said, right. I made a post right before um we aired we recorded this episode and it was people just like, "Oh, no, you couldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't catch me there." And just yeah. all these comments. And so I feel like the the church needs to make certain posts and figure out what people actually feel. Yeah. Instead of how yeah. they feel about, oh, you you gay, you this. Okay, how we feel about the church? What are we yeah. going to do about that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I will say, though, like how you were saying that um, you feel like it's a big thing to go or um, it's too much to go. Mm-hmm. And another thing that really weighs on me a lot, because we work Monday through Friday, I'm getting up at six five six in the morning then on saturdays we have to sleep in and then sunday i got to turn around and get up early and go to mm-hmm. church so a lot of people feel that heaviness of i just want two days straight in a row to sleep right. in. And, and I'm like, yeah, I want to get up and get I dressed agree. and have to do something else. Mm-hmm. And, but i feel so much relief and you know lightness when i do go however i am very guilty of it you know when i feel light when I'm sitting with myself trying mm-hmm. to meditate, because, mm-hmm. you know, life gets very busy. Mm-hmm. Um, when I take some time, I shut my room door and I sit there and I try to meditate mm-hmm. or I take a, a warm bath and I'm with my thoughts. To me, that's heaven. Right. When we talk right. about heaven versus hell, like to me, that is heaven. When I'm allowing myself, I'm giving that back. And I feel like it's connecting me with my like, you know, my God. That's, yeah. that's when I'm in my quiet moments, yes. I'm able to speak to him. Then I feel like I'm able to hear him because I know we're having this podcast and I haven't really went in, in depth on what my beliefs are. I believe in God. I be, I know right. there's a God. We both. I, I know there's a God. There's certain aspects of Christianity that I just don't believe. Yeah. And that I'm, I, I don't understand. And agree with. Yeah. And I, and, and, and don't agree with. So I'm, I'm just in a weird space, but like I said, when I am just by myself trying to meditate and I'm, I'm hearing God speak through me mm-hmm. that, and, and the reason why I know that's real is because I'm manifesting everything. Yeah. I'm manifesting yeah. everything that I discuss. you know, for yourself, everything we talk about, it ends up happening so shortly. Even right. the freeway Rick Ross interview that happened so crazy. Like we didn't even think that was a real it, thing. It came to us. It came to us. Yeah. I'm checking my DMS. I won't go into detail, but I'm checking my DMS and I'm like, what you want me to you want me to in a, no girl, I sent it to you and you was just like okay you was like yes. yeah like we didn't really know even up to the very moment of them arriving I think we still had a, like a tiny bit of doubt I didn't you didn't Mm-mm. I was yeah. just like it's too good to be true like yeah. I mean I think that's what it was it was more excitement and I, I, I just can't believe that we just started this podcast right. and it's happening but, you know, I'm excited because it's like, it's letting me know, hey, everything you talk about manifesting, I had just said to you, we want, I want to interview. Right. I want to start interview. We're, dra- we're traveling to El Dorado to do some interviews. I went to California to do some interviews. Now we're being reached out to yeah. for interviews. It's manifestation right. in its purest form. Right. 
Exactly. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But with like when you were saying, when you find that when you're sitting with yourself, I feel like you don't have to go to church to get that. Mm-hmm. You don't you. And, and I'm not trying to say people don't need to go to church. Yeah. But if you don't and, and as long as you're getting your healing, your peace, your word, your lightness, you know, taking that load off, whatever you call mm-hmm. it, serving um, the God or praising the God or, or believing in whatever you believe in, in your time, how you do it. I feel like that's what's most important. Agree. That self-healing, that self-help, that self-meditation, medication <laughs> into your body, your Hold mind, your mental. Medication. No, no, no. I mean, and as into your medicine for your yeah, body, yeah, yeah. not, you know, drugs. Yeah. Clearly, let me be clear. Right. You <laughs> no, have to be. <laughs> yeah. But um, just because we all need that. If we you, all need if it. If you get up and go to work, at least two days a week. You need mm-hmm. it. Not no, two. But no, I'm just, I'm being funny. But like, the... if you're getting up, you're going to work, you have children, you're paying bills. Like yeah. you have a life, you have things going on. Mm-hmm. You're pouring out so much. You have to take a minute to pour in. And if that's going, refill yourself. You know, if that's going exactly. to church, if that's getting in your prayer closet. I have a prayer closet. Like you have your backyard mm-hmm. that gives you. Peace. I love sitting I in your closet. I have my closet. Mm-hmm. You know, I have my um, vision board on the wall. I have my scriptures on my sticky notes on the wall. I have my uh, paintings. I did at painting with a twist with my scriptures on them or whatever. Um, that's my peaceful yeah. space. I burn my sage in my mm-hmm. closet because it makes me feel better. The smell just helps me. Me too. It's healing for me. My closet is anointed. It's peaceful. You know, it is. Everybody is drawn to my closet. Like they'll come all the right. Kids. She will have us over there sitting on her floor, Indian <laughs> In <the> style, <laughs> and just you talking just like naturally I naturally sit on the floor, Indian <laughs> style. Like it, it, it's my closet. So about a year and a half, two years ago, and my closet. It's a walk-in closet. It's not that big, but it's big no, enough. it's big. Yeah, it's big. But so I started <laughs> yes, actually, I was like, why don't I just kind of start decorating it a mm-hmm. little bit? Because it was just clothes, shoes everywhere, you know, of course. And then I started really pouring into it, decorating it, put a nice fluffy rug in there, just doing things. And now I'm really Make it your time. space. Yeah. yeah. You I have to make it your house. in my closet. I feel like I that reminds me of my pillow bed. <laughs> yeah, oh, girl, you and this pillow My bed. pillow bed. Yeah, girl, it was space. warm enough. To go outside and lay on my pillow bed the other day. So that's my happy spot. Yeah, I got my little, you know, my whole little zen set up. Mm -hmm. And I just lay out there. I love, I'm a sky girl. I love looking at the sky. I love nature. So I'm just out there. Mm -hmm. Like that's my most peaceful place to meditate. And just be, because it's just complete silence. Yeah. To listen to my music. Mm -hmm. To just, oh. Yeah, Girl, I love it out there to yeah. be one. And I think that's what's very important for everyone to have that one thing that's theirs mm-hmm. that makes them happy, that gives them joy and peace, that lines their low where they can retreat yeah. to when everything is chaotic. It's been a crazy day. It's been a busy week, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you need to have that space. It's very important. No, it's definitely important. And I feel like instead of, um, making people feel like, oh, if you don't go to church, you're going to go to hell or, you know, whatever, like these scare tactics. I just feel people should do what makes them happy. As long as it's not harming anyone, Mm -hmm. it's positive. Mm -hmm. It's, it's for the betterment of yourself. It's for breaking generational curses, you know, just do what makes you happy. Yes. At this point in my life, my peace is so, so important, important. Yeah. that I'm willing to cut off dang near anybody other than my kids. I was about to say kids included. No, other than <laughs> my kids. You can go to. No, just kidding. <laughs> they can go to. If them kids. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Who 
coming out. <laughs> so I just, my peace is so important. So if I feel like, I don't feel like getting up this morning because maybe I'm depressed or I got a million and one things I need to do. And just laying here is probably the best option for my body, mm-hmm. for my mind, for my soul in order to re-energize for the week that's coming up. Right. That's what I'm going to do. And I don't want to feel guilty about it all exactly. day. I exactly. don't want to oh, beat myself. Oh my God, I'm going to hell. I ain't been to church in 65 weeks. Like, right. I don't know. Like, I don't want to feel bad about these things. So I just feel like we shouldn't make people feel bad. We shouldn't mm-hmm. judge people for doing those things. Hey, if sitting at home and saging or sitting at home and sleeping all day Girl. on that Sunday, on your off day, mm-hmm. you deserve it. Mm-hmm. Self-care. Baby, I'm telling you, Monday I was homesick from work. I laid in my bed all day and watched uh, Love is Blind season one. Everybody been talking about that. Is it good? I just feel so behind. It's so, it's so. Is it good like that? it's a high miss. I'm just not (laughs) really into dating shows. I will tell you, I despise them. I just, I don't watch reality shows at all anymore. Uh I definitely don't watch I don't watch reality shows anymore. Yeah, it was too draining. I don't watch dating shows because they're annoying. Mm -hmm. Period. What made you watch? Because I had some friends texting me about it. So I said, I gotta watch. You have to watch it. What made me watch it is because I usually watch a lot of heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm a crime documentary person. Me too. I can sit up and watch crime, crime all freaking day. But then I started telling myself, because they make, like, I just really, I'm intrigued. It makes me feel better. But then I was like, maybe this ha- puts weight on you when you're not realizing it. Oh, so I yeah. started trying to lighten my load, mm-hmm. my mental load, and watch, you know, lighter things. So mm-hmm. I was reading the description. I was like, I'm going to watch one episode. If it's trash, I'm not going to watch anymore. Garbage. What's, what's, what's 53 minutes, I think it was. I was like, I can I can give 53 minutes. Yeah. So I watched it, and I was hooked. I was really? like, oh, my God. Oh, yes. my God. I'm about to start it so tonight. Dude, just watch one episode. Girl, you going to be I'm a, I, I told my friends, my like I said, I got multiple group texts. I told one of my group texts. I'm going to have to start naming my group texts. Yeah. No, when I named one of our group text, you was a no. I can't never find it and took the name off. I was like, she is so angry. I just be mad when I don't come up with the name. <laughs> I named our cousin group extra ass cousin. <laughs> what did I name it? Corny ass cousin Corny, chat. Corny ass. <laughs> That's the name. Why am I so fucking childish? Very. <laughs> what was I talking about? You were talking about in the group text about the Love is Flying show. Oh, yep. Don't remember, so... <laughs> But any yeah, definitely watch it. I feel like you'll enjoy it. It's good. It's funny. Lauren and Cameron's my favorite. I'm gonna watch it. I love them. They are so stinking cute together. Really? Oh my god. I just love seeing love and people happy. Like you just don't understand how much joy it genuinely brings me to see people happy in love, making money, moving up, buying new things. I like love it that makes too. me so happy. So anyway, but yeah, I just had that moment watching them girls in a really? crime with these people. Like, what? You not don't crime. Know? Girl, you yes. not crime. Oh, I'm watching that expeditiously. Wrap this shit up. It's so cute. It's crazy, though, because these people falling in love, saying I love you and proposing within three Mm. to five business days. It's a little weird. I mean, I I know it's possible. I've fallen in love very quick before. Maybe one day I'll talk about that on the podcast. Oh, love is a We had a love is a mother. I but that wasn't for me. That wasn't for me to tell mine. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, y'all. I don't know if I'm ready for y'all. Love is part two. Second edition. TP part two. TP two. The real deal, Holyfield. 
me get all in your business girl, with this one. No, maybe I need to stop sharing on my damn business. That's girl. But you know what though? I be like, well, I talked about this on the podcast. Like, I ain't got nothing to hide. Like at this point, like nah. y'all know a lot of my tea. Nah, you don't know who the half of mine. Be clear. <laughs> well, mine. Like I just and, and you know what? Okay, so that even brings me back to spirituality. Like, there's so much that I have healed. Uh-huh. that I didn't heal when I was going to church on a regular basis. And I, and I don't want to make this feel like I'm bashing the church like completely in its entirety. Like the church has done amazing things for my life. Like I loved growing up in the church, you know, certain aspects, but I just feel like when I became a more special, uh, spiritual, deeply connected with myself type of person, yeah. like the type of connections and the type of change and self healing that I've experienced mm-hmm. since it's just, it's, it's unexplainable. Right. It's unexplainable. Like if I think about who I was maybe five years ago, I mean, I'm not where I, it's, I'm nowhere where near where I want to be. But when I think about who I am today versus, versus five years ago, mm-hmm. I can weep. Oh, I can weep I can for that girl. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, I, I like, agree. I literally want to weep right now. Like it breaks my heart. Yeah. The type of stuff that I dealt with, yeah, that I tolerated because I didn't understand my, my my worth, right? Yeah, I didn't understand, and it's just like the queen that I am today, and I feel like it came from um, going there right. on a spiritual level, yeah. going there, dealing with those hard things, yeah, cutting off people that I love the most in my life because they just it just didn't fit anymore, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, you and and when we talk about like a spiritual journey, that type of stuff really has to happen. Of course, yeah, that has to happen in all of our lives. And we want to be clear, like there are definitely great churches. Yeah, I don't feel like just like with our families, no family is perfect, no church is perfect, mm-hmm. um, because it's filled with a bunch of imperfect people. Yeah, but what I think those imperfect people tend tend to forget sometimes. Is they start forgetting they're imperfect. Yeah, they think Ooh. they're perfect, and they judge all the other imperfect souls right. that walk through the door. Right, because you do and, this, but I don't do that. Like, yeah. so that's what can be tough to people who you know really know that they're imperfect, mm-hmm. and then they can admit that every day, and they don't try to portray this you know churchy and right. holier than thou mm-hmm. persona. So that's what's really important. I think it's really um big in 20 2000 in the 2000 area period a 2010s area period is that people are straying away from it because of being judged mm-hmm. and that's something that we hope and wish just would change we and all the do. other little theatricals of turn it should be like a two turn to the neighbor minimum like you know how the bars have a two drink minimum <laughs> you hey, got a hey, hey, we keep that same energy from the club to and, the church. And one more thing, when the pastor said, "I'm gonna wrap this up," that one lady that said, "Take your time." Uh-uh. No, you will not escort her you will... out immediately. <laughs> she right here. She right here. Come get her. In this big red hat. Cause She's no, because I got some beans on. Pastor, wrap this up. <laughs> wrap it up. We always trying we to get multitask it. <laughs> with them beans on. Everybody <laughs> cook beans on Sunday. <laughs> The beans and greens. Girl, I'll be cooking beans on a regular day. Like, why? Yeah, you I ready, just beans you just on ready day. to cook some greens. <laughs> uh, I mean, beans. Uh, speaking of, my husband made some chili and it's so bomb. What? You should come get some. Oh, I will. But, um, I love free food. But yeah, I, I just think that churches have to be more. And I think some of them are becoming more aware and not doing those things as much as, 
as far as being so judgmental and I think they just need to open up the conversation with people like us, people who are willing to be honest about and what we need. Having, and, and I do think that's happening more because I do you say think I, so? I, I think it's happening. I mean, because adding cash app to get tithes to me is not it's convenient, but it's not reaching out to understand um, what we need. I don't know about smaller churches. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't. You keep saying smaller church. I haven't been to a smaller church in a very long time. And that's what I'm time. saying. Like that's why I'm like I can't speak. Very on it long I feel time. Like they, they got they on the same energy from '96. Yeah, like, I mean we can't expect know. for them to really yeah. even. So, but I can say that I feel like you know I'm happy with the church I attend, and I do think that they. Um, I'm not saying it's perfect, but mm-hmm. I think that they. You know, see and people you know and what, don't though? do that judgmental thing as much. It, it, you probably, probably you, is a little hold on, but whispers. do you mix and mingle? Oh, who does that? Like, well, no. that's where it comes from. Because if you yeah, in and out, mix and mingle at, in my everyday life. Like, I mean, but still though, because a lot of people are joining those single ministries and the these, oh, yeah. and then girl, because I went to this church. I think it was maybe my second or third time trying it out, and I don't remember if somebody got on the pulpit. I think yeah, somebody got somebody got on the mic and was throwing shade and was just like, um, we only have one singles ministry. So for the people that have started groups outside of this, like. Wait, what? And I was like, oh, the shot. That was beefing? It felt, it felt like some. If you don't want to, what, what should I get up there and say? If you don't want your producer all in the video. <laughs> <laughs> Come over the death row. <laughs> That's what it felt like. Because I'm thinking, oh, honey, what's tea? Like, Diddy was back there then. <laughs> Bad boy. Hold on, the visual. The visual. But no, seriously, what does that have to do with the price of tea in China? How do we even get there? No, but seriously, like, but I'm I'm saying the drama. Like, this is my second time visiting, or whatever, however many times I've been time visiting, and I'm feeling like oh, it's some shade and some drama going on already. Like, stop. Stop forgetting that new people are sitting in the house. Like, you guys need to be able to deal that, deal with those issues. On a family or a church yeah, level, like why y'all any, on the mic, girl? I have seen I've a lot of messy stuff like in church. That. But oh, something that I did want to hit on. So um, another thing that pulls people away from churches, and let's let's just be all the way honest, is greediness. Mm-hmm. It's seeing greed in pastors and then pastors that are out here in these streets, like nobody trying business. to get private jets. Girl, out here cheating on their wives and just being dirty and talking mm-hmm. about how preaching is their hustle. Like there are, yeah, what? yeah. My husband worked with someone who was a preacher, what? had his church full time on Sundays, mm. Wednesdays, whatever. And he would, you know, at work, he was talking about how it was a hustle for him. What? Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's not cool. Wow. Yeah. Like, I'm shocked. Yeah. yeah Actually, I'm not shocked, but I'm just, like I'm shocked that someone would even talk like that though oh girl he was because it's like you know you yeah. sometimes so you look at certain pastors and you feel like that mm-hmm. but when you hear them talk like that it's like wow yeah okay yeah. so i know that's definitely a reason so people have a lot of reasons for it in which i definitely get get that however the biggest thing i can say to that is i don't go to church for the pastor you don't go to there are a lot of people who worship mm-hmm. they worship the wrong person Right now, I if will pastor say I'm speaking this Sunday. I ain't going. Yeah, I, I will say that you know. Oh, there's been like if um if um gosh, I can't think of the man's name. But there are certain basically there are certain pastors I want to hear speak. 
Mm-hmm. So if I know they're com- they're coming in town, oh, I would go maybe to hear them because I wanted to hear them. Mm-hmm. However, I'm not going to worship this person. Mm-hmm. Hearing them speak and bring a sermon is one thing, but to just worship them and follow them all over and only go when they're going to be there, I feel like that's on a totally different level. And that's where people kind of, and, and there's a thin line I do know, but people go when they begin to worship that man mm-hmm. of God instead yeah. of God. Yeah. I agree. And and that's not okay. Yeah, so before we wrap this up, I just think that with religion, the reason I am, I don't want to say spirit, uh, spiritual spirituality over religion, but the reason why I feel closer to saying that I'm a spiritual person over relig- religious is when I think of the most recent conversation that I had with one of my friends. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Chatty Patty on, on Mother's Speaking podcast. Speaking of this, so I'm laughing at right now on Instagram. Her coming on this. I'm done. Hold on. Uh, but you're not about to cut my thought off because you know okay, I'm going to forget. Keep going. Keep going. So I talked to her recently and I was able to discuss some of the like the spiritual things that I've encountered recently and how I'm kind of healed past some of my childhood traumas. Yeah. I'm like, but I was in church when I was going through these traumas. Like, where was y'all at? Like, mm. ain't nobody see the signs? Like, nobody saw this? Like, nobody asked me, was I okay? Right. So, anyway, because we're not going to keep dwelling on that because I'm healed past it. But, just for the sake of this episode, I think back and I'm like, are there any outreach programs in the church like if you feel like some type of child neglect or child abuse or well I don't know because people front so hard in church it's really hard to even determine yeah yeah it's it's definitely hard anyway but yeah I definitely agree with you it's hard but hey that all comes with growing and like it's just following your own path not staying on the path that someone said, hey, this is what you're supposed to do. You get up on Wednesday night, you go to church, Bible study on Sunday morning, you get up and go to service, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like you, you follow your own path of spirituality or religion or whatever that journey has for you is for you. Whatever makes you happy and brings you your peace. I feel like that's what we all should do. Yeah. You agree? I agree. Agree, and like I said, I want to be clear not all churches are this way, but mm-hmm. these are things we have experienced, these are our own experiences. Oh, they're gonna call me a devil I know after this, this episode, is a, a touchy one. But there were a lot of people that agreed and, and filled in, um, and chimed in on that status that you posted on Facebook and had similar stories. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not just us, we're not just dramatic all the time, not this time. <laughs> But, you know, it's definitely some things, and and not all churches are bad. We're not trying to down them. However, they... We're only speaking our truth and our experiences. Like, that's all I can do. That's all I know. I don't know nobody else's experience but mine. That's that. Yeah, so if you don't agree, hey. And if any pastors want to come on here and (laughs) have this conversation... Right, because we're ready to talk to y'all and tell y'all what we need. Yeah, and prayer doesn't, you know... And quoting Biggie lyrics in church, like, just for some clickbait. Oh, they be trying to get through to the... Yeah, you know, they, the they shucking and jiving for the... For the, for the uh... Yeah, Tori's going to a, a, a lock-in this weekend mm-hmm. with the church here. It's a mega church here in the Dallas area. And um, they're doing a lock-in, and they're going to, I think, a bowling alley or somewhere here. And um, I was like... And it had to be picked up at 6 a.m. I said, who... Who picking you up at 6 a.m. on a Saturday morning? Who? Tell me who. <laughs> Who's getting up at, at 5 a.m.? Because I'd have to drive to Irving. Girl, please. So she's Goodbye. riding with a friend because I'm that mama. <laughs> but, yeah, the churches are definitely finding new ways. And I know they've been doing lock-ins, but this one bougie. Like, they're not doing the lock-in at the church. They're going to a, and I'm not going to say where they're going, but they're going to an outside place. 
really? a fun place. Yeah, yeah, mm. like a bougie, bougie bowling alley. Yeah, what? And they stay in there. So from one to six a.m. Are oh, they gonna be lit? Lit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they they gonna be trapping in the uh in the, in, the, uh in the gospel church, the gospel center. <laughs> The youth dinner. <laughs> not the bando this time. Not the bando. Did you say that? Trapping out the bowling alley. To Ross. It's like he's trapping out the bando. I did I say that. He said something about a bando. Like oh this my. bitch. And I said he was. I ain't gonna say that. All I said on there. Yeah. So anyway, teaser. The episode will drop March. Hold 12th. on. No, we're not giving dates. It's gonna drop soon. Rick Ross, freeway Rick Ross coming soon. Coming soon. The streets waiting. We're gonna make y'all wait. No, <laughs> Stay tuned for that. We have a lot of great um things coming up. We will be taking a break for spring break. We will announce that also. But we're so thankful for all our listeners for your support. Please we like are. and subscribe the, the to the podcast. Share it with a friend, mm-hmm. family, coworker. Share it with fifteen friends. Yeah. Show us love. Show us love. Yes. yes. I feel like we just got to start being honest. Like, yo, we need y'all to follow and share our post. (laughs) Thank you. Follow the page at Anxiety is a Mother, M U T H A, on Instagram. Like it on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Follow me at LaurieAnn317. And I am Hurricane Kita on Facebook and Instagram. We out. Deuces. Ready to get the fuck? ASAP. After this shit. Good looking though. Like to it's be. It's a nice looking man. 60. 60 year old man. Yeah. Goodness. Yeah. You All can right. definitely get it. Happy wins. Fuck. Oh. What the fuck is <laughs> up with me? I don't think if I you want start to. start over. No. We good. No. <laughs> I can cut all that part out. Happy Wednesday. Well, I mean, hate when you Wednesday. sing. No, stop singing when you come in. Why? You always sing. Because we talk about all the shit we always do. <laughs> right? Okay. And I was mad last episode when you came in singing. I know. I was like, she didn't cut that shit out. I, didn't <laughs> that. I really didn't want that on there. But that's why I was just like, don't sing coming in. <laughs> I'm about to get back on Tinder. Here come the bullshit. <laughs> Y'all, prepare yourselves for the crazy stories. Oh, it gets fun. Oh, because the, the sun getting ready to come back out. That's what I've been waiting for. Yeah, high girl summer is almost here. High girl spring. <laughs> girl, nobody call me. Don't nobody love me. Girl, my phone will be hella dry too. Judge you not, or if you haven't judged, pass the, throw the cut all that shit out. I don't know. I'm, <laughs> judging I'm, shit. Uh, judge, but, girl, now you got me fucked up. But bring that shit back. Wait, wait.